Hey guys, welcome to the Fit Dad Lifestyle Podcast. The Fit Dad Lifestyle is a community and supplement brand where fathers support other fathers throughout the journey of fatherhood. We believe that maintaining a healthy lifestyle isn't about crash diets and the latest workout craze. Instead, we offer dads the education, resources, and support they need to maintain a balanced lifestyle long term. There aren't a lot of dedicated community groups for dads, and we know that men are generally less likely to talk about the challenges they face in life. So we wanted to go above and beyond the meal plans and quick fixes and offer a way for fathers to communicate in a helpful, negative-free environment. Whether it's supporting your partner when a new baby arrives, balancing work and the kids, or just fitting in time to get your health and fitness back on track. This podcast aims to inspire, motivate, and encourage you to be the best father that you can be and the leader that your kids want to see you be every day. It's brought to you by Fit Dad Fuel. Fit Dad Fuel is our supplement range. Our supplement range helps support this podcast, the workouts, the online education, and the amount of work that goes on behind the scenes to help keep everything as cost-free as possible for dads worldwide. Enjoy the episode. Here it is, guys. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Fit Dad Lifestyle Podcast, episode 116. So today, we've got Sam Watson. So Sam is the founder and owner of Proud as Punch Studio and also the graphic designer behind all the Fit Dad Fuel new packaging. So, mate, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, mate. Good to chat. Mate, can you tell the audience a little bit about you and how many kids you've got? Yeah, so proud dad to two kids, a six-year-old girl and a Amelia, a three-year-old boy, Flynn, who are rascals. And, um, yeah, it's good fun. It's uh, I'm proud um, work from home uh, dad, so do a lot of the school drop-offs and pickups and, um, yeah, run a graphic design studio or design studio called Proud as Punch, um, who we've been proud to work with you guys at Fit Dad to, um, to bring out the new packaging. Yeah, mate, that's amazing. And mate, I, I guess COVID and, and all the restrictions and all that's probably played into your hand, has it? Just sort of yeah. everything being from home as it is and the kids, you know, at, at that age where they're majorly at home as well. Yeah, COVID, um, the lockdown effectively in kind of March, April, May, June in 2020 um, was actually really good to us. And I mean that um, without trying to kind of understand there was a lot of people that it probably wasn't good to um but it was actually really good for me um having the kids at home being able to kind of you know it effectively gave me an extra two hours a day you know with no school school drop-offs or pickups um no sport on um we set up a little home gym in the in the garage uh bought a bit of equipment and just um just the ability to kind of you know work whatever hours I wanted um it was it was actually really good we you know the the business went just went from strength to strength through that time as well so um yeah it was awesome mate that's unreal and as I mentioned you've completely redesigned our sachets our boxes uh website there's been t-shirts towels you know car mock-ups and everything in between what what other you know, areas of graphic design and, you know, does your studio offer for anyone listening that might have a, a business or might want to do a redesign or rebrand and, um, you know, reach out for some support? Okay. So we typically do um, predominantly like consumer goods brands. So anything where the, where the end application is packaging, 
in saying that we do do some services brands so you know pr firms and and real estate agents and that uh those sorts of guys but um predominantly the brands that we like to work with are brands that are willing to disrupt an industry and don't necessarily kind of fit into the norm as such so they've kind of got a point of difference like you know unique point of difference um but yeah like you said you know we've done everything right through from packaging um through to you know just generally we've done just just like a general tidy up of your your brand so your your website we've done a bit of a revamp on and and brochures and business cards but um predominantly we're a branding studio so um, we do do a little bit of marketing collateral, but uh, predominantly we're into building brands and building those out from being just a logo. So a brand is more than just a logo. And this that's, I think, important for people to realise is that there's a lot more behind a brand than just the logo. So we build out right from the logo through to all the secondary marks and, and colours and, and fonts and um, really get, you know, some cohesion because um, visual identity is super important and people want to, you know, recognize, they, they need to recognize who you are and what you look like. So. Yeah, mate, I love that. And for anyone listening, you've obviously seen the transformation that our business has come from where it started, which was myself on Canva doing everything to, I guess, the branding direction where, where it is now. And, you know, that is solely credited to, you know, Sam and his creative thinking and creative design. So, um, I won't go too much more into the whole graphic stuff, but in the show notes, you'll be able to find all the links to Sam and his services. And, you know, obviously you look at any of our stuff. um, It's all been accredited to him. So, you know, by all means jump across there and, and give it a look when you stop driving or stop running or whatever you're doing right now. And um, you know, if you, if you want to take your business to that next level, then I can highly recommend it. So. Thanks man. Mate, how has fatherhood changed the outlook on how you approach life. Yeah, big time, big time. Um, I really interestingly, like I was, um, I don't, this is going to sound really cocky, but I kind of never had to really try hard at life. Like I, you know, school kind of came pretty natural to me. I didn't really have to study for tests and cruise through HSC and even getting jobs and stuff kind of just fell into job. Well, not didn't fall into jobs. I still had to interview, but, um even you know university didn't really put in a huge effort but I think the biggest thing is that having someone there now watching you and what you what you're doing is being massive so you know with a six-year-old she's starting to ask questions even even Flynn our three-year-old is is you know pretty inquisitive about stuff about you know why are you doing that like um she even wants to work out with me. So, you know, if I miss a rep, is she seeing that? Do you know what I mean? And just that it's almost like accountability. You know, you've now got accountability to someone. And I think that's been massive in, in everything that I do in that, um, you know, you just have to give it a real good crack, you know, and, and that's probably, you know, what I want them to learn from me is that you're not going to get it right all the time. Um, but, if you put in the put in the work, put in the hard work, and 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 give it a red hot crack, then you you're probably a fair fair way there. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent, mate. And how do you manage everything that you're doing with Proud as Punch? 
with the demands of, you know, being at home and having the kids there and, you know, school drop-offs, pickups, and, you know, obviously time with the wife. And are you, are you someone that's very regimented as in you follow a strict schedule or are you a bit flexible and all over the shop and, you know, sort of take each day as it comes? Um, yeah, probably, probably somewhere sitting between the two of that spectrum. I think um, that's probably something which, and I'm happy to admit it, I'm still battling with. You know, it's always a constant battle. I'm probably a, an overworker, if anything. Um, you know, I don't tally hours, but if I did, it would probably be somewhere around 70 or 80 a week in work. Um, and that's probably just down to that I love what I do. Like, it's not actually work for me. So it's actually a hobby as well. Um, but typically, I'm trying to be more structured. Um what I do is I, I block out my calendar now. So I use a, I use a calendar um, and I block that out not only in more detail for work time. So, you know, give myself an hour to do this and an hour on, on the next project and an hour, two hours on the next one, but also uh, block it out for uh, workout time. So I think that's really important. That's something that can often get, well, I found could often get pushed aside if you're not careful. Um, and then obviously with, uh, you know, school pickups and drop-offs are, are set times. There's no kind of leniency around that. So you have to schedule that in. And then, you know, there's sort of that period of, you know, three to four hours after school before bedtime that I think is really important um, that I battle with a lot, trying to block that out to, you know, just to spend time with the family and, and you know, not kind of be sitting in front of a TV, but actually doing stuff you know, whether it's art or craft or sport or, or you know, whatever, reading a book, um, I think that's really important. And, I, you know, that's probably something, like I said, which I continue to battle with constantly um, is that balance. Um, and I think, I think it's, a, it's a case of that you probably don't ever get that right. It's trying to get it the best you can. Um, because circumstances change all the time, you know, in work and kids and, you know, their age and, what they're interested in and yeah so yeah that's that's um certainly a constant um area of trying to figure out what's going to work the best yeah mate it's it's funny you mentioned that it made me think you know when harry our eldest finishes school it's sort of that because they finish and i'm not sure what what time it is down there in new south wales but it's like 240 or 250 yeah. up here in queensland it's sort of that when you're working for yourself yeah, I could do another three hours of work like like the normal world who's all working till five o'clock or I could spend that three hours before the, the crazy period of baths and dinner and you know, bedtime routines kick in. And it's sort of that no man's land of like what I really should be doing compared to what I want to be doing. And it's sort of yeah. hard to juggle you know, where yeah, you want to be in between. It is. And I'm quite lucky that I'm a, relatively good thinker late at night so I, I actually do a lot of work late at night you know, people my clients will often get emails from me at 10 11 12 1 um sometimes that's not great for sleep but um i creatively a lot of my best ideas come at you know 10 o'clock at night so um i will often uh you know once everyone goes to bed at you know, kids are in bed at say 7 30, 8 o'clock. Um, my wife's might be in bed nine or ten. Um, 
jump on the laptop and do a couple of hours then um, that I probably would have tried to fit in at four or five. Yeah. You know, and I think that's that that having that flexibility helps because you know the the fact is that you've still got a business to run and there's stuff that needs to get done. Yeah, hundred percent. And mate, is there a family ritual that you guys have every week that you do have blocked out? Like, is it fish and chips down the beach on a Friday night, or is it like every Thursday night's family dinner, or or something yep. like that? So we do, yeah, do we, we do a couple of things. We do uh, more of an extended family dinner on Saturdays. So um, a couple of family members come around on Saturday for for dinner, Saturday afternoon, Saturday night. But Friday night is our um, typically it's pizza night at home uh, and it's, we call it treat night. So it's the kids get a little chockey or a, or something, a little bit of ice cream or something. Um, and we, we sit in front of the telly and watch a movie together. Um, more often than not, it's the same movie every, <laughs> every couple of weeks on rotate. But um, yeah, that's, that's kind of our, our family time is Friday nights. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's perfect. And mate, this might be, I ask this question to every guest that we come on and, and it's sometimes it takes people, you know, you know, a bit to work out and other people, you know, just have something that comes to mind straight away. But if you could go back to day one of fatherhood um, and tell yourself something that you know to be true now after six years of being a father, what would that be? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, there's probably a few things. Um I would say the first one is probably that not every father is perfect. So it's okay not to be perfect. You know, you're going to get things wrong and, and that's part of the journey. I think um, that, you know, you're going to find your way. You're going to find what sort of father you are. I think, um, you know, yeah, it's, it's, I'll take you back a little bit. I actually, when, when Amelia was born, I was about, probably 25 kilos heavier than I was now, than I am now. Um, Led a pretty, I wouldn't say abusive lifestyle, but I would say focused lifestyle on one thing, which was business. Um, And I I traveled a lot. um, So I had a lot of um, servo food, a lot of pies, a lot of uh, McDonald's, um, drink a lot of Coke, um, didn't, didn't really exercise. I probably in my head thought I was fitter than I was back from when I was a young fella. Um, And um, when Amelia was born, it was probably for the first year, uh, I didn't change really my ways. And what I would have said now is that that's probably a year that, um, not that I'm not going to get back, but you know, there's no regrets, but I suppose if I had, if I had that time again, I probably would have done something sooner around my health, you know? And I think, um, yeah, I mean, she was, she was one. So it was a matter of not really running around with her and such, but just being tired and cranky and, you know, mentally not, not there, you know, I'd probably, that's probably something which I would have gone back and, and, and changed sooner. Yeah. Yeah, mate. That's yeah. Amazing. And, and it's great that you recognize that and well done on the 25 kilos down. That's a huge effort. And yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm sure that the family's grateful for it and, and, and yourself personally as well. So absolutely. And look, I don't think I'd be able to do that, do what I do now 
and work the way I, I mean, same, similar. I probably thought I worked hard at that stage as well. Yeah. Probably was wasting a lot of time without kids. Um, but um, yeah, I wouldn't be able to do what I do now, both both physically in terms of having the energy to do it and mentally in the right headspace to um, uh, if I was still at that weight and still living that lifestyle. No way. Yeah, mate, 100%. Mate, what advice would you have for fathers out there in in regards to achieving success with their own health and fitness, you know, fatherhood in general, or in any business that they may be um, pursuing? Yeah, I think um, I think uh, it goes actually back to a, um, I, I recently did a I'm into like audio books at the moment and um, listened to one. Uh, from a, an ex-crossfitter, Jason Kalipa. Yep. And he's got um, a book called The MRAP Mentality, as many reps as possible. And basically what it is is in the time you've got, you know, in, the, in, an, M, in an MRAP uh, workout, you've got a certain amount of time and it's basically fit in as much as you can in that time. And I think that's kind of my outlook on life now is that, You've got a certain amount of time to do something. So set yourself a certain amount of time, whether it's a workout. So my workouts typically go from, and I'm not the fittest bloke, but um, like to keep relatively healthy. Um, my workouts typically go from 20 to 30 minutes because that's kind of the block of time that I've got to do stuff. Um, there's no point in sitting around, you know, same as work. If you've got, if you've got six hours a day, there's no point in watching YouTube videos and, you know, for half of that, get in, get the reps done and, 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 and move on to the next thing. And I think that is, that is in, in life in general, whether it's fitness or, or, um, or business or family is when you're in that space, make sure it's quality, you know, make sure you're doing the reps and, um, the other, the other kind of thing linked to that, and I think I think fitness is a really good um, indicator of this, is that don't miss a rep. So you're only fooling yourself if you miss it. You know, if it's not a priority and you and you don't have the time to do that rep, then that's fine. But don't kid yourself that you are, um, because you're only you're only joking yourself, right? So if you don't do that rep, that extra rep in your workout uh, on every set every day of the week for a year that adds up right so it's no different to business in that if you don't do that little extra little bit every day of the year like every hour every day of the year then that adds up if you with your family if you don't do that extra little bit with your family every day of the year ultimately they're 18 and they've left home and the the time's gone like you can't get that time back so um yeah, there's. I think fitness is a great um, analogy for life in general, and how you approach how you approach fitness for sure. Yeah, mate. The AMRAP mentality is is a way that I sort of approach everything as well. And and funnily enough, uh, we actually had Jason on our podcast um, in the early days. He was, I think, in one of our first ten episodes. Um, awesome. And yeah, he spoke about the AMRAP mentality and I haven't heard his audio book, but now that you've mentioned it, I'm going to go um, download it and put yeah, it on. And um, yeah, for, for yourself and anyone else listening, I, I recently finished uh, green lights um, by Matthew McConaughey yeah. and mate, it is, I think like it went for about six hours. It took up like 
three days worth of gym sessions and driving to and from the warehouse and, and walking the dog and everything in between. But like, I reckon I'd go back and listen to it again. It was of such yeah, high quality. Good. And it was, was the one with Jason, was that um, narrated by him as well? Or was that yep. by someone else? Yep. Yeah, perfect. It's by him. It's, it's really good. And the other one, which I've loved recently, um, which probably didn't change my uh, way of thinking at all, probably just reinforced that you need to do it, is Atomic Habits. Um, it's pretty popular at the moment. It's kind of on the top 10 list a lot of different lists, um, but it's great. It's kind of just, it talks about this, like, it's, it's, it's like, I think, I think the analogy he says is like, um, habits are like the compound interest of self-improvement. Yep. And it's kind of what I was saying before in that you do something small every day, just a little bit better. And all of a sudden in two or three years time, you've found yourself you know, in a, in a lot better position than what you are now. Yeah, mate. And that's one thing I try and preach a, a lot in a lot of the posts that we do on socials and emails and all this is as a father, you know, same rules apply. All you've got to be is 1% better than yesterday and you continuously win. You know, that's, yep. that's all that you, like it's such a small ask, but to consistently, you know, be that, you know, role model example and, and superhero to your kids that they see you as. And I think it's, um, you know, people try and go out there and change the world in one day and not realizing that it's the small compounding things that over the course of a year or six months, you know, makes, makes all the difference. So. Spot on. Yeah, spot on. But audio books have been great for me on that topic while we're there. Um, I probably didn't read as much as I wanted to from a time perspective. You know, kind of while you're reading, you can't be doing something else. But audiobooks have been phenomenal for learning, um, both from a from a design perspective, like from a branding perspective. I listen to a lot of branding books, but also from just like a, a self improvement, you know, perspective. And um, like you said, you know, whether it's a workout or in the car, or I even have them on sometimes when I'm doing kind of just like design work, and I don't have to think about too much. I just kind of am in a flow and and want to keep. Um, keep in that space and just have something playing. Um, but they've been sensational. And I think that's something which people uh, probably undervalue is audio books and podcasts as well, like yours that, you know, you can be, be multitasking and, you know, if it's a workout, you know, you can be learning while you're working out. It's like the best of both worlds, right? Yeah. Mate, it does take a little bit to get used to. And and I only listen to podcasts or audio books now when I, when I train. And for the first couple of sessions, you're like, you know, you used to listen to this, you know, workout playlists and all this kind of stuff that's sort of getting you pumped up and you get them through your sets. And then you change to someone talking about, you know, self-help or talking about bettering themselves or business or this and that. And, you, and you're trying to pump out like a hundred kilo bench press and you go, no, oh, this isn't really doing yeah, it for uh, me. But, yeah. um, you know, and then it just, I think that switch happens and I can quite comfortably now listen to an interview or, you know, or a, or an audio book or something like that whilst I train. And, and it, like you said, it's sort of that multitasking of killing, you know, two birds with one stone. You can sort of educate yourself for that half an hour workout or hour run or whatever you're doing in a time that otherwise you wouldn't be able to allocate to, you know, further educating yourself or, you know, upskilling your knowledge. Spot on. Yeah. So, Mate, look to wrap it up, but where can people find you online and, um, you know, what are the, 
I guess the specialties or the expertise that you offer that people might be able to, you know, come to you with and, you know, get help um, in their own business. So um, website is proudaspunch.studio. Our Instagram is proudaspunchstudio. And um, yeah, look, I mean, like I said, predominantly we are a branding uh, studio. So um, we take brands right through from whether it's a new brand or a rebrand, doesn't matter, um, right through from a brand strategy perspective. So actually figuring out who you are and, 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 and what drives your brand um, right through to a brand messaging perspective and figuring out, okay, what message are we putting out there? And then, and then obviously visual identity, which is kind of, you know, your, 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 your brand guide, what you look like, um, out in the world. Um, so we offer that right from that stage through to brand support, which is kind of where we're at with your business in that you've got a lot of stuff happening now in the business and we know, we know kind of what we're going to look like and, and, and rolling that through a brand. So figuring out, okay, we've got this new, new supplement coming out. Um, what's it going to look like and what's the design going to be? So, um, yeah, so that's kind of the, the process, um, whether it's, it's print, digital, um, social, web, um, we we'll kind of look after the lot, but predominantly, um, predominantly uh, consumer goods brands. So anything that's kind of packaged, yeah. Perfect, mate. Well, I'll make sure that all those links are in the show notes. So guys, go check out um, everything to do with Sam and Prada's Punch Studio. And um, once again, I can highly recommend the service and the you know prompt delivery that that he um, provides and you know the the attention to detail and and you know sometimes you go in with and, and i know this personally you go in with the vision and he goes well that vision's great but how about we do it like this and it just blows your mind and you know it takes you to a direction that you haven't even noticed so yeah once again highly recommend sam and um check out the show notes and mate highly appreciate you coming on the podcast today thank you mate appreciate your time no worries thank you